The Gemara is discussing a case where you have residents living above and below in a multi-story residence, near Pesa at the balcony, and the questions about Eruv revolve around the space is 10 Tvachim off the ground, and that can be accessed from a balcony, for example, by lowering a bucket to reach it. The general principle, according to Shmuel, which is an argument with Shmuel and Rav, is the balcony residents are given the access rights as opposed to those living below who need to throw to reach that surface. We go according to what's which one of the levels in this residence has more convenience to reach that space, and they have the rights to that space. The rock, the rock case, which the Gemara quotes, is logical because of the surface that it reaches, but the case of a cistern is questioned because the water level, Gemara first assumes this case, the case of a cistern filled with water, the water level, although initially it is close to the balcony, in terms of where the cistern sits above the ground, it's very close to the balcony, but what's going to happen is over the course of Shabbos, the water level is going to go down. It's going to diminish, which should prohibit its use. So Gemara concludes, it's true. It is an issue. It's a problem. And even though we could say, oh, but it was like that at the beginning of Shabbos, but we could say we could say the opposite as well. So the Gemara concludes that the case was not a case where the system was filled with water, rather a case where the, where the system was filled with produce. But not just any produce, because the same concern should apply, that it will diminish over time people taking out the produce from there. So this case, says the Gemara, was a case of the produce of Tevel. Tevel is untied produce, and tithing may not be performed in Shabbos. Therefore, the height of the pile will remain unchanged. Comes the Chumas Adesh, Chelek Aleph, Siman, Samach, Zain, and bases in a very important halacha on, based on this very Gemara. So we know that the main feature in Hilchos Moksa, which we discussed at length back in Masech Shabbos, the main feature is the feature of what we call Tiltul Moksa, moving a item which is prohibited from use on Shabbos. Take a hammer, which you're not allowed to use a hammer because it's used in the process of building. You can't move a hammer on Shabbos. But what about touching moksa? What about just putting my hand on something without actually moving it? Says the Trumas Adeshan. We see from our Gemara that even though the produce that is untied may not be moved, the residents of the balcony are using the surface, so they're touching it without moving, without moving the item. So this halacha is brought by the Ramah in Archaim Simon Shinchas Siv Gimel, and and that's where the halacha appears based on our Gemara. Now the caveat is that touching muksa cannot be done if it causes the muksa to move. And this point is already found in the Rishami Beitza, and it's brought by the tour Simon Shin Yud and Shulchan Aruch as well. <clears throat> now the example in halacha is an egg. It's different to touch an egg with moving it, unless the egg is an egg carton. So an egg, we could say you touch it, it's a problem because the egg is, is going gonna, is gonna to, by definition, move because of its shape. And that, that's a problem. But if the egg sitting in an egg carton, then the egg can't be moved. The parallel would be, I saw quoted in Halachos of Moksa, probably come up with a number of examples. The example they give there, page 233, would be a hanging lamp versus a standing lamp. So even a slight, slightly touching a hanging lamp, it's going to cause it to move versus a standing lamp where the likelihood of it moving would be require really someone to, to push it as opposed to touching it. The Mishabura, however, in the spot brings from the Prima Gadim that to rest another item on a Moksa item, even if the Moksa item moves as a result, is permitted because that's called Tiltuminitzad. All this so long as the use is not for the Moksa item itself, as in the prohibited case of turning the cup over, to, uh, as the example would be of turning a cup over an egg in order for the 
for for the use of the of the Muksa item itself. Ravad Yosef in Yabi Omer Chelak Zayin Orchaim Siman Lama Bab Osal brings this differentiation within the Truma Sedeshin and notes another source from the Gemara in Shabbos of Kufnanalaf, which states Osin Kotzorchem Meis B'Shabbos. Person as corpse is 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 found in Shabbos. Person passed away in Shabbos, so the the body itself is Muksa. But we're allowed to do whatever we need to do in order to bring honor to the to this body, as long as no limbs are moved in the process, which means even for the mukta object itself, as long as there's no concern that by touching it, it will end up causing it to move.